For I am crucified with Christ And yet I live Embrace the cross Where Jesus Welcome to Crossbound Ministries where we are bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world, encouraging Christians and pointing sinners to the cross. Will you please pray about supporting our broadcast and ministry that gives us the ability to spread God's word. You can get involved by going to crossboundministry.com. Please welcome our preacher, Mike Sadler, as he brings us an important message from God's word. Embrace the love Pride. Pride is the destroyer of all things. Today in the Bible, we're going to look at pride. If you want to open your Bible with me, the first passage we'll start at is Isaiah chapter 14 and verse number 12. Today we're going to look at pride and what pride is can do, where it comes from, how you can deal with it, how you can detect it. What does God say about pride? Well, in the, in the King James Bible, the word pride is used 43 times in the Old Testament and three times in the New Testament. Pride. Pride is a destroyer of all things. So many things in your own life, so many problems are caused by pride. In Luke chapter 10 and verse 18, the Bible says this, And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Satan himself fell from heaven as a bolt of lightning, the Bible says. So Satan's fall came from within himself, as it does with you too. So as we look at our passage today, Isaiah chapter 14, verse number 12, we're going to read down to verse 15. The Bible says, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Notice how he says, how art thou fallen from heaven? O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground which thou didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell and to the sides of the pit. He asked Satan first, how'd your fall from heaven? But he, and he goes on to say, because you sinned in your heart. Because in your heart you said, I'll be like God. I'll be like God himself. I'll sit upon the throne. I'll be like the Most High. But the Bible says, because of that, because of that pride, because of the sin that was in his heart, that he fell from heaven like a bolt of lightning. And notice that it goes on to say that he'll be brought down to hell and to the sides of the pit 
that pride that he thought was going to lift him up and he's going to be like God Almighty and sit on the throne, that pride that he thought was going to get him there actually is going to take him down to the pits of hell, the Bible says. Many men, many women will be lost because of pride. They'll be lost. They'll never be born again. They'll never be saved because of pride, because they think I can get to heaven on my own. I can do it myself. I'm a good person. But the Bible says, no, you're not. The Bible says there's none good. No, not one. That's what Jesus said. You can't get there on yourself. You can never earn your way. The Bible says there's none good. No, not one. Not one person, not one of us. But because of what Jesus did on the cross, we can go and have our place in heaven, our place with our Savior, our place with God to be with God. But let me tell you, pride will keep you from going there. And pride will cause you many problems in your life. Can a Christian have pride? Absolutely. The Bible is full of stories who we know knew God, but yet had a problem with pride. Maybe not all their life, but at one point in their life, they had a problem with pride, and that pride caused them a lot of problems, as it will you. And so if you've ever looked at someone and thought to yourself, I'm not like that. I don't have financial problems like they do. I don't have that problem like they do. I never did that. I never said that. I never went there. I've never been divorced. I've, as I was sitting in a meeting one time, uh, not at the current church that I'm in, but I was at a certain church. I'm not going to give you the name, but I was at a certain church, and there was like a deacon meeting and with some other men. And as you go around the table, you're supposed to introduce yourself. And the man said this, my name's so-and-so, and I've never drank, and I never smoked, and I've never chewed. That's how he introduced himself. And I thought, my goodness, your heart is so full of pride. Because God, trust me, God doesn't feel special because you want to serve him and you've never drank, smoked, or chewed. Can I just say the Bible says that we are all wretched, sorry, no good sinners. The Bible says that our righteousness is as filthy rags. The very best that you can do, that I can do, is like filthy rags, the Bible says, in the sight of a holy God. Amen? So if you've ever looked at someone and thought, I've never, I never did that. I never went there. I never said that. I don't have that problem. I'm not in those shoes. Careful. You're lifting yourself up in pride. It's only because of the grace of God you don't have that problem. It's only because of the grace of God you've never done that. It's only because of the grace of God you've never been there. Because it, But in a moment, but in a moment you could be there. But in a moment you could do something stupid and ruin your whole testimony, your life, your marriage, everything that you have. But in a moment, in a moment of pride and so if you want to predict your failure your own failure in your own life check your own life for your own heart because remember lucifer was one of the most beautiful things if not the most beautiful thing that god ever created and he was very powerful as many great theologians believe he led the choir in heaven he is very musical 
very beautiful. He's not the red devil with a pitchfork like everybody thinks or like he's predict or portrayed on TV. No, I believe that the devil was the most beautiful thing that you've ever seen that God's ever created. Yet within his heart, he was swelled up with pride. Don't you know that happens many times with very good looking people? They're so full of pride. Not all of them. There's some exceptionally good people that are very, very attractive. But there are a lot that are very, very shallow. And because of what they have, they are filled with pride. Can I just say, the very thing that you're filled with pride about is something that God gave you. You didn't do that in and of yourself. God made you that way. God gave you that intelligence. God gave you those good looks. God gave you that beautiful voice. God gave you those talents and abilities. God gave you those gifts. They come, they come from God, and God should get the glory the moment that you start to lift yourself up and say, I'm great at this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. Careful. You are predicting your own failure because your heart is starting to being lift up, lifted up in pride. Listen to me now. I'm going to say something and it's going to hurt when I say this and know that I'm not meaning to hurt you. And, and I'm not, this is not a lash out, but this is a biblical statement. I do believe this. You think about what Satan did. He fell from heaven because of what? Because of pride. He was cast out of heaven like a bolt of lightning. And can I just say you or me or anybody else? They, they are most like Satan when they're full of pride. Yes, I said that. It's satanic. Satan was kicked out of heaven because of it. Satan fell from heaven because of it. And yet he was so beautiful and so powerful that the many say thousands upon hundreds of, we don't even know the number truthfully of how many angels followed him. But we know that they did. They followed him. And so pride is satanic. Pride is a horrible thing. Now there's some good things to have pride about. But most of the time, most of the time, there's nothing good about it, especially when it's about your own self. I'm not talking about you're proud of your son because he got an A. You're proud of your wife or your husband because they did something great from work. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the kind of pride that lifts you up. I'm talking about the kind of pride that makes you better than somebody because you know what pride does? It devalues others while all the while lifting your own self up. That's what it does. If you'll stop and really think about all the times you feel prideful, it's because you are devaluing someone else. Let me just tell you, Jesus loves that someone else just as much as he loves you. Jesus loves them just as much as they love you. And that ability that you are lifting yourself up in pride is separating you from God. The Bible says God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace 
unto the humble. That very thing that you are lifting yourself up in pride about, that very thing that came from God, that you did not do yourself, that God gave you that ability, that very thing is what is separating you and putting a wedge in between you and God. I'm not talking about you can lose your salvation. No, the Bible says when you are saved, you are sealed unto the day of redemption. The Bible says no man can pluck them out of my Father's hand. You are not going to lose your salvation. Once you're God's, you belong to Him. But that also means, that also means, that doesn't give you a license to sin. And it also means that you're going to pay a heavy price for that, for that sin if you allow it in your life. God, you may even go so far that God takes your life. And so I just wanted you to know that that statement was not meant to intentionally hurt you. But it is very, very true. It's satanic to be, be prideful. Uh, we are the most evil when we're full of pride. We're most like the devil when we're full of pride. Boy, that's hard to swallow, isn't it? That's hard to even think about. What do you mean? But it's the truth. If you'll read the Bible and what he said, O Lucifer, how'd you fall from heaven? Because you said in your heart, I will ascend like the most high. I will be like God himself. I will sit on the throne. It's all about me. I did this. Don't you see me? Don't you see what I can do? But doesn't Satan know? Didn't he remember that God's the one that created him? That God's the one that gave him the power that he has? That God's the one that made him as beautiful as he actually is? That God's the one that gives him his skills and talents and abilities? They came from God. They didn't come from himself. There's not one thing that you have, not one thing that you have that God didn't give you. Even your own beating heart in your chest. God gave that to you. And so careful check yourself when you start to feel that when you start to say i'm not like them or i don't have that problem or i don't have that financial problem or i don't go there or i don't talk like that or i don't say that or i don't do that or me and my wife don't have that problem careful you are starting to lift yourself up in pride and that's what i mean if you want to predict your own failure listen to me christian if you want to predict your own failure you start to look at the pride in your life because it will destroy you pride is a destroyer is it a destroyer of relationship pride is a destroyer of marriages i'm not going to forgive them do you know what they did to me i can't forgive that i can't let that go yes yeah, is that pride absolutely that's pride pride is a destroyer of friendship pride I'm positive, has destroyed many good Christian relationships. Pride, I'm sure, has destroyed many good churches. Pride has destroyed, has destroyed many good things that God intended to be good. Why? Because it is devilish. God doesn't want you to be full of pride. Many times, every time God mentions pride, it's in a bad way. Pride is a bad thing in a Christian's heart and pride will keep many many away from the cross of the lord jesus christ listen to me if you want to go to heaven if you want to escape hell and have your name written in the lamb's book of life the first thing you've got to empty yourself of pride and realize that you can't do it yourself that you're not good enough that you're a sinner that you're going to die one day your heart's going to stop and you're going to stand before god almighty and give an account for your life but you don't have to go to a place called hell the bible says that all sinners will go there except for 
are the ones that have repented of their sins. That means you've asked God to forgive you for it. You've turned from it. You don't want that no more. And you've put your eyes on Jesus, on the finished work on the, the cross. The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. The finished work that Jesus did on the cross, that he, he didn't just die on the cross. He died, he was buried, and he rose again the third day. The Bible says that he defeated death, hell, and the grave. And when you realize and you take that pride and you go, man, I, I can't save myself. I know I'm going to die. I know I'm going to perish. My life's going to end and I'll stand before God. You've got to kick that pride out of your heart. It's got to be an active and active attack on the pride that you have in your own heart. Hey, listen to me, Christian. That is good advice for you, Christian. You attack that pride that is within your own self and you kick it out of your own heart and say, you get out of here, pride. You're going to destroy me. You're going to hurt my family. You're going to hurt my marriage. You're going to hurt my relationship. You're going to hurt my friendship. You're going to hurt my church. You're going to hurt this. You're going to just destroy everything in my life. You know what pride really says? You know what Satan was saying when he said all that? Pride is saying, praise me. Lift me up. Pride is saying, praise me, not God. Pride is saying, I did it myself, not God. That's what pride is saying. Praise me. Don't worry about God. Don't, don't worry about God. Not God. You praise me. That's what pride is saying. Listen to what Proverbs 6, 16 through 19 says. These six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. The very first one, a proud look a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. Out of all those things, you think about them are horrific things now. A wicked imaginations. Shedding of innocent blood, lying, sowing discord, running to mischief. But out of all of those, the very first one that God mentions is pride. He puts it right up there with murder, hate, and rape. Pride, pride is a destroyer. And the Bible says, listen to what he says now, six things doth God hate. You say, wait a minute, I thought it was God was love. What do you mean God hates? But that's what the Bible says, ladies and gentlemen. These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination. Is there some things the Lord hates? Absolutely. The pride that's in your heart, the pride that's in your life, God hates that. And there's not but one way, listen to me, Christian, there's not but one way for you to defeat the pride in your life. The only way to defeat that pride is through godly humility. That's how you will defeat pride. Godly humility. And this is the scripture for it. 1 Peter 5, 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Whoa, wait a minute now. If we read what happened to Satan, 
He was going to exalt himself with pride. He was going to be the most high. He was going to sit on the throne. He's going to be above the clouds and above the stars. He's going to be like God himself. But yet, because he thought that, because he wanted that, because he had pride in his life, the Bible says that he will be cast down to hell itself. So that pride brought him low. But when you, hum when you bring yourself low, when you humble yourself, and you let God lift you up. Therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. So if you will humble yourself and bring yourself low, God will bring you up. But if you fill yourself with pride and lift yourself up, God will bring you down. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. You see, it is through godly humility is how you defeat the pride in your life. It is also how you draw close to God. James 4, 6, but he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. God loves the humble. Many times in the Bible, if you will think about Moses, Moses, the Bible says, was the meekest man on earth. God used Moses to go to the most prideful and the most powerful man on earth. God used Moses to go to Pharaoh to lead his people out of Egypt. So here you have the meekest man on the earth, the humblest man on the earth, going to the most powerful and the most prideful man on earth, and that is Pharaoh. And can you believe how prideful Pharaoh was? How many plagues they went through? How many bad things happened? All the way up until his son died. And even after that, he let them go. But then he, after they left, they sent his, he sent his army after them. He was so full of pride that it destroyed his whole nation, his whole country, and his family. And all he had to do was submit to what God's will was. And God used Moses, a meek man. What does the Bible say? Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, and he will lift you up in his time. But that's the part we don't like, is it, Christian? I don't want to have to humble them. Why should I have to apologize to them? You know what they did to me? You know what they said about me? You know what happened? It was so wrong. Well, that's hard, and I know it's hard. I didn't say it was easy. The Bible doesn't say it was easy. God doesn't say it was easy. But is it right? Absolutely, it's right. Humble yourselves. And pride, remember what I said about pride? It's devilish. What is a devil? Boy, he's a sneaky, no good, low down, dirty, rotten devil, isn't he? He slipped into the, to the garden as a, as a snake slithered on his belly. And listen to me, pride creeps in just like that. Pride creeps in under the radar. And you go from saying it's only by the grace of God to saying, I got here all by myself. Look what I did. Look where I'm at. Look what I do. Look what my title is, what my name is. So you go from saying it's only by God's grace I got here to saying I did it all by myself. Look at me. Pride can creep in and cause that. And you say, whoa, not me. Oh, yes, sir, you. Oh, yes, ma'am, you. It'll creep in under the radar. Next thing you know, you're looking at that person like they're nobody. You're looking like, I can't believe what a sinner they are. Look, at they're at church. They're not dressed properly. They don't have the right clothes on. I can't believe they don't have that. How could they do that? How could? Careful, Christian. You're looking down on somebody else. They may not know no better. They may have just got saved. They may not be where you're at. 
careful. Pride will destroy your heart. And I mean that in the most loving way because we can all do it and we can all be guilty of it. It doesn't matter how long you've been saved. If you think about how humble David was all his life, but yet toward the end of his life, he started going out and numbering his soldiers to see how big and how mighty, how powerful I really am. Pride can creep in under the radar. And like I said, if you want to predict your own failure, see if you're operating in pride. See if pride is operating in your life. See if you are lifting yourself up. Proverbs 3.34 tells you, Surely he scorneth the scorners, but he giveth grace unto the lowly. The Bible said God will scorn the scorners. God will tear them up. God will put them through the shredder. But if you don't want to go through that, then humble your own self under the mighty hand of God. Do your own self and your own family a favor and get the pride out of your life. And if you've never been saved and you've never been born again, kick that pride out of your heart and realize you're going to die one day and you're going to stand before God. Make sure you have repented of your sins and put your faith and your trust in the finished work that Jesus did on the cross. We pray you have been blessed by today's message. If you have been saved or are in need of a prayer, please contact us at 352-247-9200. That's 352-247-9200. Thank you for tuning in to Crossbound Ministries radio broadcast. Will you please pray about supporting our ministry and broadcast? You can go to crossboundministry.com or send your support or a gift to P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. That's P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. For a gift of $10 or more, we will send you a booklet. Please pray for us as our ministry and radio broadcast grows. Tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to hear a message from our preacher, Mike Sadler. You can follow Crossbound Ministry on Facebook, YouTube, and visit us on the web at crossboundministry.com. If you are a pregnant woman in need of help, there is hope. You can reach out to the Citrus Pregnancy Center. There are locations in Inverness and in Crystal River. Their phone number is 352-341-5176. That's 352-341-5176. This broadcast has been sponsored in part by Henley's Grading Incorporated for all your land clearing and hauling needs located in Hernando, Florida, 352-897-3507. That's 352-897-3507. This program is sponsored by Crossbound Ministry of Inverness, Florida.